If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do? That's the great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information? Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever our listeners are. Welcome back to the Wine Jar Cynics Podcast. I, I am Dio. I th I'm Gene. I think we might have to change our uh, name. Instead of the Wine Jar Cynics, it should be the uh, Edible Jar Cynics. Psychedelic Cynics. <laughs> the Psychedelic Cynics. Uh, yeah, we got a, a, an interesting episode today. Uh, Gene um, went through a... What would you call it? A religious experience. A religious experience. So what happened? I took an edible, and I've never smoked weed before. And I also, it's funny enough, we were drinking wine. Uh, shocking, right? So I was drinking wine, mix it with whiskey. And then um, I guess I was a little bit paranoid that day. So all this just created a delectable, um, scrumptious mixture of paranoia, fear, uh, emotional, and psychological catharsis. It was a very strange experience. I've never done weed, so it's like when I did it, I was like, what the? F and you were with other people, right? Other people, good friend, good buddy of mine. Okay. So, um. And he took it too. He took it too. That was the funny part. It's just you two? No, um, so his mom, she came later, but she didn't th think much of it at first. She fell asleep. She was like in the, in the, the room. Did she care? Nah, she didn't care. He does it all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think she did one too. She said she. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't do one too, but she's done it before though, so oh, okay. it's like not that strange. But she, she didn't like it. She took a cookie and she said that um, it made her, um, I, I don't know. If she went to the hospital for it. I don't know if it, how bad it was, but I think it was a bad trip for her. Also, his dad had one before. His dad said that his experience was. Was his dad there also? For a bit, and then he like went back into his room. Okay. Pretty much, we, it was just me and him, and there was another guy too, but he was not really saying much. He was just watching TV. So it was this weird kind of connection between me and my buddy that we both knew we were we had the edibles and stuff was gonna go down, but I wasn't prepared for it. I was just like watching TV, and all of a sudden I'm like laughing. No, no, I remember I told you, I was t his mom was snoring, and I was like. Why is your mom laughing or giggling? And he's like, man, my mom's not giggling. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like realizing, no, oh, can't be. It's starting? <laughs> so I had to record it down. I have all the papers here, so I'm going to read this out. Okay? Yes, yes, we'll have to. Is it in order? I don't think it's in order. I don't know <laughs> what the order is. I don't know what the order is. That should even it, it probably matters in a sense. Actually, no, this is in order. It's 1026. Felt it at 1026. And this is... My quotes, Lydney, I don't know what the hell Lydney, Lydney is. Lydney, no, it can't be. It can't be real. The laughing, my sense. Did this happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I, was, I think I was trying to talk to my friend. So I was like, the first time, the puke. I feel like my cherry, too. I feel weak. Joe knows the secret knowledge. <laughs> I think I was there's funny it's funny cuz the dude who was with us was named his he was Joe too so I can't tell if I was referring to that Joe or our, our Joe <laughs> Okay um 
what is this? Sense dictate. Oh, I think this is my friend because his hand, the handwriting changed. Sense dictates. Did you do this bullshit too? Or maybe that was me. And he said, yes. That's our, we were like texting with paper. It was funny. <laughs> okay, let me see what's next. I know I forgot already. Did this happen? Write it down. Yes. And then he, he replied, yes, this is normal. And then if you look at the paper, this is what you see. Is that at the, oh, at the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> let me, wait, let me read this part. Let Here is <laughs> a, oh, oh, the Joker. Yes. Yeah, so, the Joker. Here is a, and then it just like a line just runs <laughs> down. Like something happened. Joker makes me scared. No, no, I remember why I wrote that though. That's the funny thing about um being high. I was conscious of my subconscious and what was going on. It was weird. Like I had like a lot of self-awareness because I was, I noticed I was laughing. I'm like, oh man, this is a terrible feeling. I'm laughing too much and I'm scared and kind of freaking out because I'm laughing way too hard. And that's why I puked. And then I'm like, oh man, this is like the Joker nerve toxin. Like I'm, I feel like I'm going to laugh till I die. Oh, interesting mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, man, I'm, I'm afraid of the Joker now. And then this journal, and then I'm so high. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, that's the next one. The weed, the giggles, the secrets of why I'm high. Because I'm writing, I'm trying to write this down. Oh my god, I remember the the cat in the bag. The cat in the bag. I'm not even joking. So I was pu- I was puking so hard that I had a bag on the floor next to me. I look back. And I'm just like writing again. Then I look back again and I see a cat in the bag. I'm not even joking. And it's his cat. His cat just went inside the bag. And you know how cats do that? Cats love going in yeah, bags. Yeah, they, they like going in bags or in boxes. So I was like, oh my God, there's a cat in the bag. And I was laughing at it. Everything was making me laugh and, he scared, and it made me paranoid. I'm kind of paranoid now because we, uh, you'll, you'll find out. <laughs> but um, when you have anxiety and you have... Um, a little bit of paranoia in general, and you do it, it's really, really bad. Yeah, and that's, I mean, we kind of talked about that on the episode that we covered psychedelics. It's really your mindset going into it, and part of it also, like, who's who you're doing it with, or if you're doing it alone, you're comfortable doing it alone. Just being comfortable in the situation and understanding the situation versus not really getting it, and then going in with a sort of negative feelings, anxiety, maybe paranoia, which can be exasperated until you're just like freaking out and thinking too much and all that sort of stuff. It's a truth serum for me. It, it kind of acted as a truth serum. Everything. Cause I remember, well, I think, I think like you said, it's just, you went into your subconscious. Well, kind of dancing back and forth in between the two. So you're seeing truth that, not necessarily you would think about normally, but it's there. Yeah, because I was it was actually very creative because I was remembering about um, just stories I might want to write because you know I have a I'm thinking of writing a book, writing a book about some something sci-fi or fantasy or or something um more in lines with um biology. Did the pictures I send you inspire you at all? Oh yeah, a, a bit. They they seem a lot like um yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Um 
I send pictures in the a group chat. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> not going to know. sci-fi pictures. <laughs> Most of them. Well, no. Not really, actually. And, um... 12, oh, it's funny. I got... Yeah, it was on Christmas. So that's the funniest kind of date to do that. To do your first edible on Christmas. And, uh... And I said, um... I wrote this down, too. The birth. Catharsis. The awakening. The emotional purge. Mm. A lot of that happened. Um, it's that BS too. Oh, I remember. You know how we were eventually want to do an episode on the Spartans, right? So I was talking about the divine spark. That it, the divine spark is just something that it, it's kind of like an ember. That I well, they don't. That's the way I interpreted it because there's um uh, a page on Spartan philosophy and that talks about um that everybody has a divine spark. And you have to light it up almost, and it burns brightly. Um, something like that. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, what is the right? Dark light. And Jesus was a stoner. <laughs> I wrote this down. Choice. Red pill. Occult. Truth plus awakening. Religions. Experience. Hope. Cynicism. You know, it's funny. This These all- are very high thoughts, you know? It's just how it's like little blurbs of just... <laughs> oh, and I remember um, I wanted a dream journal, too. Dream journaling... What is this? Winnie? Because it's spiritual strength. We need more weed to unlock our powers. <laughs> <laughs> Religion. Hidden. Oh, oh! I was remembering that book that uh, Mac he uh, said we should read. Kind of the hidden portion of history, in a sense. That there's a theory that people used psychedelics back then, and that helped us unlock our creativity. I don't know about the scientific scientific accuracy or the um, how, but I I do think that people who take a lot of musicians, a lot of artists, it's um, no joke. A lot of innovators. Steve Jobs was known to. <laughs> like Max's favorite person, Jack Dorsey. <laughs> Jack Dorsey <laughs> went off and <laughs> came back a, a shaman. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, let me see the last one. Okay, yeah, that's about it. That was, oh, and I did a bunch of drawings. I'm gonna put this on Instagram. It's I think it's one us. of them's a, yeah, it's us. One of them's a logo. Oh yeah, yeah, the cynicism logo. Mm-hmm. The new logo, which will be. We'll put it on when we do the uh, arc um, two. Yeah, coming out at some point. Arc two, dark passenger. Oh yeah, 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 kind of a dark passenger. So let me see what else is there. It's in the in the drawings. Hey. Uh, it seems. Are we surrounded by flames in this? Yes, we're surrounded by flames. Okay, and then there's the like all-seeing eye in a pyramid, also surrounded by flames. And then there's four of us. Um, some of us have three legs. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that. Ma- yeah, that was me, just me and Mac have three legs in this. I don't know why I gave you guys three <laughs> legs. You were supposed to have two. Uh, <laughs> so we look like spiders <laughs> And that's it We're just like Kind of around In like a U shape Around the uh, Triangle With the Eye in it Or the pyramid With the eye in it Which is on fire And then all of us Are inside like a larger fire And then there's a dot In the center I just noticed I think I remember The dot being I, I know there was a meaning To that dot yeah, the dot meant something. I forgot what it meant. But it, yeah, it's it's maybe it's a divine spark. 
that's what it, that create yeah it's the divine spark and um if you look over there oh yeah yeah active versus passive it's just like the, w the one thing i want to say about um oh, i didn't even notice those on the right tripping tripping out in general i think when you look at it from an outside perspective just anything in general it's kind of a you see it in a very passive way you don't you think you understand it, but you really don't until you actually do it. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. It's like, don't knock it till you try it. I know it doesn't sound philosophical. That's why I use the active versus passive. Because when you're, it's like um, trying to learn how to drive a car and you're the passenger. You actually have to drive the car. Or if you're looking at somebody swim, you have to get in the water. The same thing with this. You can't, you would assume it would be like getting drunk, but it's really not. It's very different. And um, would I encourage people to do it? I feel if you're using it, doing it, is there a right reason? That what do you think? Um, for weed, no. I think the only like the best reason is if it's for, for some medicinal reason. Well, I feel like you could either, if you do it, I mean, you have to have a good me mentality before you go into it. But th yeah, that's always part of it. So that's why if it's medicinal, at least you understand that side of it. And also, I like, I don't think you don't, yeah, obviously don't make it a habit. Taking edibles really, but people, most people are responsible with it. I, get Some, I mean, you, you get, you, there's the extremes on both. Okay, someone who's completely against it versus the people who are like perma high. Mm -hmm, yeah. I know, I know people like that. And yeah, that's like throughout the whole day. <laughs> Yeah, from when they wake up, and then they'll do it in the afternoon, evening, then before they sleep again. Like there's those types, which I, that's overkill. I guess like I'm doing it f more for philosophical reasons. I'm trying to understand myself more. I'm trying to get some content too, and it also related back to the psychedelics because we're gonna do that eventually. Yeah, so I think, um, if you're going into it for no other reason besides just to try it. Sure. It's fine, but yeah. you should have a an idea in mind uh, as to why. Yeah, I mean, you could just do it for fun. I mean, really, but and you, you really yeah. you can. But, but I'm just saying that first. That's we're talking about our perspectives, like why I'm why I'm doing it. And I wanted to try, I wanted to try it. I was curious. And why you would try it again, or yeah, exactly. And also, I did feel a lot more creative, and not in a bad way. A lot of this stuff was some some of this. So nothing here is new. I it's that's the weird part about it. So I'm, I was very conscious of this. I think because you're a very introspective person. Yeah. So, so it, it'll benefit you in terms of like getting your thoughts out there. Sometimes it comes out in like jumbles, but those step in the right like direction. all those topics were podcast topics. Funny enough, the ones we listed out. So this they didn't come out of nowhere. The only thought that I don't remember was the only thoughts that were new were um oh by the way if someone else is talking to you while you like a friend who's high too it's funny because you get that um weird secret connection it's i don't know how to explain it it's like oh yeah it's almost like it, it can hit you at the exact same time to where you, it's a what is it what would you call it you're, you're almost in sync yeah in sync kind of a synergetic um it's funny because the last thing i'm recording it is i'm not a hippie <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, there's so much to talk about. It's just you get so scrambled. Like I, I wanted to give this more, um, more of a, how do I say it? Uh, 
a chronology and more organized, but it's because yeah, I think your mind just like jumps. No, because I'm trying to remember because it's um yeah, because I, I put down Ichigo's Tower for a reason. Because you know what Ichigo's Tower is? From anime. Yeah, yeah. So there's an anime called Bleach. It's very, it's really good. So it's about um, he's essentially a spiritual warrior, right? Like a spiritual warrior samurai. And what he does is that um, to unlock these powers, which is your 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 sword level. So you have level one sword. It's your um, regular sword. But then you have to unlock the other one. And when you unlock the final form, which is like the third form, or it used to be that way, the final form. You have to, well, at least for the main character, his journey to unlock the, the the third form was to go inside of his own mind or consciousness or like a different dimension. The different dimension is where the, the spirit of his sword is. So you meet the spirit of the sword and you have to t- fight it. So then he's in his own mind and it's really interesting. And there's like a, it's it's a different dimension. It has buildings. It's It um, has a blue sky, but everything's like upside down. And then he sees the actual physical embodiment of that, um, of his uh, spirit, or the sword spirit, his weapon. Right? This is very interesting because I think people back then used to think about this. Uh, swords had their own spirit. I know the Masamune sword, which is one of the most, um, I think, one of the most influential Japanese swords. It had an evil spirit in it, and that's why people weren't able to use it. And I think because I killed a lot, of, uh, the pre, uh, the person who made it was had the intent to kill as many people as possible with it, or have a warrior kill as many people as possible with that sword. So as a negative connotation, I think they banned from using it. I don't know if it's like um, lost or something, but uh, there's something interesting to that. But I was just thinking about that tower because I'm like, you're in your own mind, seeing the process of your mind, the the thought process, the um. The way you think, the things you—it's weird. It's kind of like your um. It's like Inception in a way. So maybe if you're maybe that's why people like Inception. And, but there's a bunch of stoners that really just really living their high. I don't know. I. I didn't like Inception. It was a yeah. I mean, looking back at it, I just it was kind of boring. But yeah, I get that. I get that because, but I don't think even like weed gets you that deep. You go into other psychedelics, and I think you go. Yeah, I, I think it's different because for me, I mix so much stuff. It was my first time. It's gonna be, and then my um my friend told me that everybody's everybody's always trying to relive their first high. In a way, because it's that powerful. That's what he made it sound like. I don't know if it's true. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And That's fair. and um yeah, also I drew some uh, three demons. The three demons. Well, let me see. Those are on the right. Yeah. The sofa sofa demon. The laughing demon uh-huh. and the door demon. Ooh. So, I remember why I wrote that so uh, I drew the sofa. Cuz I was on the um my friend's sofa. And I was la- and I was so relaxed that it, I think it kicked even harder the weed, or the edible, and that's and that made me more paranoid and made me laugh a lot more. I remember I told you I was puking because I was laughing so hard. I was laughing for like thirty minutes straight. So, I I had I was trying to move away from his sofa because I was like I don't want to be on that sofa because it's gonna happen again. So it was, it was I had a lot of consciousness. So I guess this is within the beginning maybe I. 
All I remember is I started at 10.26, then I called you around 1, 12 midnight or 1 a.m. So it lasted quite a while. But for me, it felt like, man, it lasted 20 minutes, honestly. The sense of time is so um, perverted. Mm-hmm. It's per- yeah, it's just messes with your sense of time and your equilibrium. I even remember that I was trying. I, I I got a glass of water. Then I went to go to his um to my friend's um fridge. Then I'm like, wait a minute, why am I here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why am I here? And then I'm like, oh wait a minute, I forgot the the glass. <laughs> so it's like I was getting conscious of it, but I wasn't even thinking so straight. And then uh, I remember when I got at the end of the high, I had to go pee. And I was afraid of the door. I don't know why. I just, maybe it's because I was afraid of like pissing all over his walls or, <laughs> walls or something. So that's why I didn't want to do it. So I was like walking. And I was like, and it was dark too. And I was like, I don't want to go in. So that's why I, I uh, wrote that. I drew the, the door. And then what else did I write? What did I call? I remember I called you. Let's. What did I talk to you about when I called you? Same stuff. Uh, what were you saying specifically? The true? No, not the secret. Oh, the, the secret, secret knowledge. The secret knowledge. Uh, it's funny because I was I was yelling at my friend like, why didn't you tell me about the secret knowledge? But you know, it's funny. It came out of secret knowledge, but I was conscious enough to know that I wanted to say, why didn't you tell me about this, man? It's pretty. It's pretty fun. The edible. You know, why didn't you get me into it? Right, but it came out weird. It came out like, "Why didn't you tell me the secret knowledge? You knew about this." Like I was, in t- I yelled it out. I remember, and he was just like, "Man, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know what secret knowledge." <laughs> and then I also yelled at the other guy who was next to me, like, "Where's the?" Oh, oh and I yelled at, "Oh, Mac knows the secret too." This, the sober knowledge. Oh no, <laughs> the it was sober a, guy. I mean, the sober. Or guy. was it Joe? Because that was the guy's name, Joe. So the guy's name was Joe, and I was yelling at Joe. I was telling him, um, yeah, yeah, Joe knows. Joe knows, too. That Joe. <laughs> because I think he was like, I think he's done it before. He's very lightweight. Um, so I don't know how it would affect him. But apparently, like, it, my friend was saying, ah, you got, it was bad, not that bad. Like, you didn't make a fool of yourself or anything. Like, I was just laughing, having, having the time and just being cons guess it was being creative, too. I was writing a lot. But it's funny, though, because I remember the moment I was slipping out of consciousness. And the moment I was slipping out of consciousness, I was like, I need a pen. I need a pen. And I got a pen. And then I was, like, trying to write to my, my friend before I, I started. That was the weird part. Well, once you felt it coming on? Yeah, I was like, no, I need, to, I need to get a, I need to record this. I can't let this go to waste. At least you got some of the thoughts down. Yeah, so I'm curious. And a lot of this... Some of the thoughts, it's funny. I know I thought of this while I was doing it, but I didn't write it down. Because I remember I was, I had a, I was remembering um, the stories I wanted to write. And then I was remembering the characters and what they should do. And it was weird. It was like you had all the knowledge all at once. Mm. And it almost sounds like a weird, like, psychedelic experience, even though it's not. Yeah, not really. It's not. I don't know. Maybe it's just because my I was just too overactive. My imagination was too overactive at the time. But I think that's just like you said. It is pretty close to the experience in a nutshell. It's like so much knowledge all at once, and you can't really juggle or put it, get it out in like a mm-hmm. sort of cohesive, ma- like to make it 
make sense sometimes. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just all just like a, a avalanche of stuff. But it's funny because after the next day, I, I was talking to my my buddy, and he's just like, "You were high, man. You were high." But no, all of this stuff, all of this stuff, I is nothing new. It's stuff that I already had been thinking about in the past that was important stuff for the podcast. The dr- some the, the only thing that was like new was the um the demon stuff the the weird paranoia I had the, the things I was uh, drawing, but all the other stuff it was just coming out um involuntarily mm, mm-hmm. like this all that the podcast topics the 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 circle with us around because you know eventually I'm thinking we should do the video podcast next year yes yeah and we have the jar and everything and. <laughs> we we can uh, maybe we can get some hoodie. We all get hoodies, get some cool masks, and uh, we can um just I don't know, do yeah just video podcast. I think it would do better. No, for sure, video helps a lot. And the, if you're doing audio only and you want to do YouTube, for example, and you don't upload, then you have to do more editing to upload maybe video to yeah. go over it or some pictures, something like that. We might, I might have to get a new camera, but I have, uh, it lasts like 50 minutes, so I think we would be okay. I don't want to make this. We just have to be more conscious of the time. The t- yeah. yeah, conscious of the time. That's why I have to be more prepared, but um, that's kind of off topic. But um, the next thing I was going to say is um, yeah, it was really an emotional catharsis because, yeah, it just was. I literally had catharsis in Greek means to purge, and I had purged my insides, literally, you know, puked a bunch. Then I had like a creative purge. The stuff I was thinking about just came out on the paper, out on the paper, and I hopefully that's something I plan on doing, some kind of book. I'd be I'd be happy with that. That'd be good. Um, and then I forgot what I told you when I called you. I don't remember. That is I think pretty much saying the same thing. Really? What okay. I just told you? I, I mean, there's no difference. No, no, no talking about uh finding the secret like how you knew the secret what do you think the secret was when i was talking to you (laughs) just whatever you were thinking about it's i think it's all subjective well the secret and the truth um they weren't bs the truth was my truth the secret was stuff i usually don't talk about but it just came out involuntarily so that's what i was trying to say with that yeah there's objective parts but I think most of it's subjective. Yeah, and then the other, yeah, it's mostly subjective. The only, um, the stuff I was, the little drawing, um, I was also thinking about a coat, um, coats in general when I was, um, oh yeah, the hashish eaters. You remember how we had that episode on Islam? Mm-hmm. So, and we were talking about how there was a faction of um, holy warriors during the, uh, Medi- uh, I think it was the first crusade. They were assassins. And I think the etymology of assassin, I, I think it is. I'm not sure. I think it's hashashin comes from hashish eater, because there's a a legend about the the leader, the man on the mountain. I forgot what his name was. The man on the mountain used to give hashish to young men and lure you know lure them to the mountains and then get them high on hashish, and they'd wake up to his beautiful garden, and they would wanna and they he would tell them that that is heaven. And that that's, you should strive for heaven and, and kill for heaven. It was like he was in, slowly in, in, in introducing them to a martyrdom. The psychological reasoning behind martyrdom to gain that paradise. 
that beautiful garden, that um, thing that they were thinking about when they were high. I mean, it's very powerful. It's very, I used to, I didn't understand Joe Rogan until I took it. And that's where I became, instead of a passenger, a driver, instead of a, a passive a passive observer, I became an active participant. And I think that's why cults happen, why secret branches come out and do drugs, or at least those kind of drugs, because it's a good initiation. If you want to, you know, indoctrinate them or to break their mind into melding into the group. Oh, if they're unaware, it's definitely easier. Oh, yeah. Now, even if they are aware, it's a bonding even, experience. Even if they, Yeah, you're right. Even if they are. Even if they are, that was another one of the things with the the se- the secret. I mean, <laughs> that I guess it's like it's it's it makes yeah. It's not really a secret, obviously, but it's a secret that came and came to light for me because I'm like, it's a powerful bonding experience with these kind of things. So if you want to become a cult, you want to initiate a cult. This is how you would do it. Mm, yeah, really, with harder drugs would have been yeah. More, so yeah. And um, that's why I kind of drew that in to begin with. Because, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure there's a lot of sex, um, secret societies that that's how they did it. Yeah. Um, and I know we've, sure. we've mentioned Jeffrey Epstein on here, but I feel like that's another... Th- I was thinking about Jeffrey Epstein, too, because I was thinking about how these people, they get dirt on each other, and they do probably a lot of illegal stuff. And that's the evil, dark path of the bonding process for them. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's the, it's the, and not inconsequential, but it's the involuntary initiation in which you do something so dark or it's so illegal that you're in for life, kind of thing. It's kind of like a gang. It's like a ritual. It's like a gang ritual. And I was thinking about, imagine how they do their rituals when they bond, you know, what they do. And I, and I think it's coming to light now. It's very dark stuff. Yeah, there's definitely there's probably some sick ones. Even the ones that are... But just any compromising situation, a, yeah, yeah. Anything. Even not so much. I think a lot of those groups, they put, they put the society or the group, whatever, ahead of themselves. And mm-hmm. so, especially they've got some hierarchy. So if, once you're in, no matter if you got in via some like sick thing, something that's truly compromising or not, you're still compromised. Yeah. And I was thinking about that, that that's a good topic we could eventually um, talk about. The psychological, there's also a philosophical aspect to it too. I mean, I think for the, some orders like, um, I don't think the cynics really, they're not really a cult. What I mean, I guess I'll just t- say Freemasons. Right, Freemasons. Their symbols are the G. I think the G stands for geometry or um, God. But something important. Uh, something. There's a G, and then there's the um, the compass in the square. I remember the symbology of the compass in the square is to have, is to live a life that is balanced, and rigid and structured, almost like mathematically, a way of composing yourself. That's the reason why they have that. Then yeah, they have the G because geometry is the God is the architect of the universe. Therefore, G is for geometry, and the, it's also it makes sense because you know the compass and squares, the geometric, you know, it's a tool for ge- doing geometry. 
So I was thinking about that. There's a lot of different rituals in the, I imagine, just thinking about it objectively and just using deductive reasoning that they have their own initiation, whether it be drugs, whether it be philosophy, whether it be crime, like the gang rituals. So that's something I think we should talk about uh, next time. Yeah, we can definitely get into that more. And any any other thoughts on? No, that's it. Um, we're gonna do a. F- oh, we should also talk about. Um, we should talk with Den. Hopefully, we should we could introduce Den, our Russian friend. He's done it. I don't oh. want to make this a psychedelics podcast, but I, I mean, <laughs> it's nice every once in a while. I'll ask him because he definitely can speak on some things he's done. I think in terms of like your experience or in, in general, it's good to, it's a way, a tool to help you revisit certain things, would you say? And also just offer a different perspective on some of those same things. And that can be beneficial. Oh uh, yeah. That was for me at least. Um, um, that's about it. I'm going to, what is this? Episode 23. Yep. I'm going to finish episode 23. Depending on how they come out, yeah. Yeah, well, depending <laughs> on how they come out, yeah. Depending on how they come out. But, yeah, could be. 